is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. We are back live across Michigan, our number two on a Tuesday, pure Michigan broadcast. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Did I say Tuesday? Did I just say Tuesday? I did. I said Tuesday. God. If I don't know what day it is, how can I do a show Monday through Friday? Because I was thinking about everything we just talked about, and I got days completely mixed up in my head. Wow. So it's a Thursday. Yeah, it's a Pure Michigan Tuesday. Hey, Bill, it's Thursday. Am I going senile? Now, I think we were talking about other days in the week and looking ahead the next week. And we got the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give Week. A lot of guests moving what's Monday, what's Tuesday, what's Wednesday. And then the music hit, and we had to jump back on the Michigan Sports Network and our 19 affiliates. Incredible radio stations all across the state of Michigan. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Inside this hour, Chris Ballas with Wolverine.com will give us an update on the offseason for Jim Harbaugh and Michigan football on this Thursday broadcast. Jim Comperoni, Ballas's partner in their new band called Mason Green. They play a lot of grunge music. Ballas and him are like Simon and Garfunkel. Jim Combroni, SpartMeg.com in about 20 minutes. Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com will join us. Talk about the Nuggets. The Joker and Murray going to work. Game three is the series over. Wendy Trashin will check in from Midland. She's connected to the Dow Gray Lakes Bay Invitational two-person LPGA team event. That is coming in mid-July to the beautiful Midland Country Club. We'll be there for a couple of broadcasts. I'll be hosting the block party. Downtown Midland is awesome. I hosted the block party last year. I interviewed some LPGA golfers, and they have a band that are all listeners to the show. You would think I'd remember the band's name, but I don't. So I'm just calling them the band. They let me get up there and sing. Wendy said, hey, Bill, can you clear the place out? Why don't you get up and sing? So we'll hear from Wendy. Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort, will join us. Yeah, it's a Tuesday broadcast. It's pure Michigan. 
It is? Yeah, it's a Tuesday broadcast. No. It's a Thursday. And our moving Ferris forward interview will be with Ferris State University Athletic Director Steve Brocklebank. Uh, he'll join us. Bushlight. Huge question of the day that you can answer. Are you locked in? Are you sitting down and watching the NBA Finals on TV? You tell me. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They're a Michigan-based bank. Ask yourself how many banks, when you look around, are based in Michigan. They have locations throughout the state. They're a bank you can trust and depend on. They have local team members with local decision makers. Thank you, Mercantile Bank, for the partnership. And coming up in July, we'll tell you about a connection through Mercantile Bank to helping kids in Haiti get baseball equipment. So you want to join us on 866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. On the Mercantile Bank listener line. Let's go talk to Chris Ballas. Catch up with him. Everything University of Michigan Athletics. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Hey, Bill. Doing great. Uh, what's the latest on Juwan Howard? I know there's a lot of back and forth on you know the portal, transfers coming in, leaving. Uh, what's the up-to-date roster info? Yeah, uh, Olivier Kamwa is in the fold. Uh, here's a kid that has gone back and forth. We expected him to be in the class as of a couple months ago, and then he kind of wavered and looked like he was looking for a bigger NIL deal, or at least some people in his camp were. But uh, he's in the fold. He's already signed, and that's huge. He's going to fill a void at the four there, along with Trey Jackson out of Seton Hall. Now, they haven't announced him yet, or Namari Burnett, who's out of Alabama, but we fully expect those two to be there. Uh, unlike Caleb Love, who is obviously going to Arizona now, so we did not expect him to be in the class, but they're not done looking yet. They're looking at Kentucky's Antonio Reeves, who played a big role for uh, Kentucky last year, and looking more and more like he's going to enter the portal and that Michigan might be a factor there. There are some saying, well, this is going to be Michigan's really made a move there. I think that's jumping the gun, but I do think Michigan's involved, and I don't know that NIL is going to be the driving factor here. I think playing time is, and that would give him an opportunity at Michigan right away. So there's still a chance for this roster, and those guys have been putting in the work, and, and they deserve it. You know, they've kind of had one hand behind tied behind their backs with this NIL stuff, and uh, if they can get a couple of these guys, though, to go with Doug McDaniel, Terrace Reed, then this could be a, a decent team or a pretty good team next year. I think I'm not going to use desperate, but there there's a, a alarm being pushed that Michigan's got to put together a solid roster. This is a big season for Juwan Howard in Michigan basketball, the one coming up. Yeah, there's no question about it. And uh, when you underachieve like they did last year when you had the coach's son, and that just did not work. Uh, they just did not mesh well with Chad Howard there. And then, uh, and you know what? Probably we're really close to missing the tournament the year before and kind of salvaged the season with that nice run to the Sweet 16, beating Tennessee. So, but you can't have three completely mediocre Big Ten seasons in a row. And that would actually be four years if you count the first year as well when they went 10 and 10 in the Big Ten. A lot of people forget about that. So, um, it is a big year for Jawan Howard. But, you know, and then you've got, uh, the schedule is going to get tougher and tougher. You look at football today, what was just announced, Michigan's going to be playing USC and UCLA next year in football. It's been announced. And we're waiting for the uh, the full the full uh, 
scheduled to be released, Bill, but um, but it's not going to get any easier. So it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out, but you got to have bodies. So unfortunately, if you get these guys, their stop gaps, Bill, and you're going to be hitting the portal again all over again next year because you still have those same voids. So it's kind of a, uh, a vicious cycle they've gotten themselves into here. You know, I did retweet the story from the Wolverine.com that Michigan, and the first year with UCLA and USC in the conference, you know uh, the TV partners want to take advantage of that. And there's UCLA and USC uh, in the same year, plus more than likely, uh, I think there won't be divisions by them, but you're going to get Ohio State and probably Michigan State. But you start to do that math on a balanced, weighted schedule and what will be protected games. Because I know here in the state, we all see Michigan, Michigan State. It's the rivalry game. Everybody green and white, maize and blue. But I don't know if the TV networks are looking at it the same way when you now have the number two TV market in L.A. and two teams in the Big Ten and USC and UCLA. And I don't think it's any coincidence in that story you shared from Brett McMurphy that the TV networks want Michigan playing both UCLA and USC because I would think if they're playing both, you know, USC there, UCLA at home, the next year it's going to be flipped. Yeah, it could be, and then they probably won't play them again the next couple of years. It's going to be a flex thing, and it will be interested to see what the protected games are. We did a poll at the Wolverine.com, and two-thirds of our subscribers thought – it was time for a hiatus from the Michigan State Series anyway. Given wow. The, uh, what was uh, that? Hold on. Oh, yeah. Hold on. So you did a poll at thewolverine.com, and two-thirds yeah. of – and it's Michigan fans at thewolverine.com, obviously. Yeah. Two-thirds said, uh, let's give a hiatus to Michigan State, and they would rather play UCLA and USC? Yeah, Ohio State they want protected, and if there's a second protected game – you know, maybe somebody like uh, Penn State or maybe Minnesota in the little brown jug. But, you know, it's gotten to such a, a such a nasty level, and we wrote that. And, and the hatred we got just by writing that uh, was unbelievable, Bill. Uh, so I think it's time for a cooling-off period there. And be interesting to see if Michigan agrees uh, or if the networks agree, because there are certainly more games. You know, the way that Michigan State's trending compared to Michigan at this point, um, you know what, there are certainly more games, I think, nationally, and I don't think anybody would argue, that are more appealing to a national audience. So they got Texas next year, too. Uh, mm. What a crazy schedule that's going to be. So wow. you're talking about, you know, everybody complaining about the uh, the non-conference the last two years. Now you look at the schedule coming up, and it's a good thing, in my opinion, that that playoffs expanded because it's going to get tougher and tougher for these Big Ten teams. And you and I would agree that there aren't going to be divisions. I think that's going to be the big announcement coming up, that this will be the last year of divisions yep. for the Big Ten championship. So if you are Michigan, there there is a double-edged sword here that if you're going to protect, let's say it's Penn State and Ohio State, and you're going to play USC and UCLA, let's say it's the first two years and then two years off, I mean, that's a salty schedule. You you may be inclined, if you're Michigan, to say you, uh, based on where Michigan State football is at right now, compared to Penn State or even UCLA or USC, that you would rather protect Michigan State, Ohio State, rather than line up Penn State and Ohio State, protect them, and then in that first year of the new expanded Big Ten going West Coast, you would have Texas UCLA, USC, and if you protected Ohio State and Penn State, are you kidding me? 
Yeah, I guarantee you Ohio State will be one of those protected. Well, I, I agree with that. I'm not saying that, but I, yeah. I, I almost lean more towards protected Michigan State if I'm Michigan as a better move than trying to protect Penn State. Yeah, I would agree with that. And, uh, you know, the, the portal can change the, things quickly. You know, you look at a, a program – uh, for example, you look at Michigan football, and uh, and they've used the portal to their advantage. But uh, you look at Kansas State basketball last year. You look at some of these teams that everybody thought was going to be terrible, and uh, you know it can flip around. So you never know. On paper, yeah, it looks like, uh, of course, Ohio State's going to be there every year, and they're going to be good. We can sit there and say, well, it looks like Michigan State's trending down, but all it takes is one good recruiting class or one good portal class, and uh, and they can be right back up there. So it's not like it used to be, where it's like, okay, we know. You know they're going to be bad for a long time, or they're trending down, and they're not going to be you know a factor. So uh, that's something to consider. But uh, it's going to be fascinating to watch. It is going to be a flex thing. It's not going to be a division thing. So, um, uh, it, but there are not going to be a whole lot of years, Bill, when that schedule is not going to be tough. And that's why I was all for expanding the uh, the playoff to twelve teams. And of course, that's where we're headed. And which will be good by playing a tougher schedule. You're going to be able to go uh, nine and three and still make. Uh, the 12 team yep. playoff because you played Texas, UCLA, USC. Let's say they protect Penn State and Ohio State. I'm not saying they're going to lose three games. It's all hypothetical. I would think that the Big Ten knows they want to take advantage of even putting those tickets on sale and uh, setting up yeah. game times and everything. My guess is right before the Big Ten meetings are here within the next couple, three weeks, you're going to get that full release for 2024. For Big Ten football, yeah, it's coming, and um, so it's there's going to be an announcement today. As a matter of fact, at four thirty, and I'm not sure if that's exactly what the schedules are going to be or what, but I know that they're doing something on uh, the Big Ten Network, and uh, and we'll be uh, we'll be writing that up as well. But uh, we'll find out who the protected games are and uh, going forward, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if they have a, a, the same amount of protected games for each program. There, been, there had been talk about you know some wanting three, some wanting one, some wanting two. I think Michigan State will probably have Penn State as a protected game. So, um, But it just got a lot more interesting, let's put it that way, and uh, you're right. That's And that's why, you know, if you're going to play a tough schedule, then you need to be rewarded. It wouldn't surprise me even if they expanded the schedule to 16 teams, uh, the, the playoff to 16 teams at some point either so that you because you're gonna have a lot of good teams in there that are, that get left out even at 12 if you're playing these tough schedules i'm trying to think if you're michigan state and michigan doesn't want to protect the rivalry game who, who i know they try and build this penn state michigan state rivalry but there's nothing there who who's their rival in the big 10 that, that's kind of shocking to step back and think if michigan chooses not to protect Michigan State, and they become a home-and-home two years on, two years off. Michigan State's rival game for their fans would be what without Michigan there? Maybe Ohio State? State. Maybe Penn State. I think it would be Penn State. Yeah, probably Penn State, Ohio State, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I will say I, I, I expect Michigan to protect the rivalry just because a lot of people don't want it. You know, it doesn't mean that the administration is going to say, well, you know, we think it's a good time to, to cut it out, too. It would be interesting to hear Jim Harbaugh's input on that, you know, given what happened last year and what's happened in, in you know, several of the last years here in terms of, you know, the temperature of that rivalry. But um, I'm guessing that that will be protected. It'll probably be one of the two. Michigan, 
Ohio State and uh, and Michigan State. So, but you don't know. Uh, we'll find out. We do know that Ohio State will definitely be one of them from the people that we've spoken with. So, uh, that's not going anywhere, and, and nor should it. You know, it's going to make for unbalanced schedules. Uh, you know, but it's been that way forever, right? Uh, Michigan's played Ohio State every year, and. Uh, by the way, Wisconsin's coming to Michigan next year as well. <laughs> so you want to talk about a gauntlet. Uh, you're talking about six games right off the bat there that you're looking at like, wow, those, these could go either way. And uh, uh, it should be pretty fascinating. And we'll see. You know what? They're going to have some talent coming back, but they're going to be losing a lot of talent too. So going to be an interesting turnover year for Michigan. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com joining us. They just shared the story that in the first year of USC and UCLA in the Big Ten, Michigan will play at – USC at the Coliseum and play UCLA at home. We don't know the rest of the schedule. Like we were just talking about, maybe the Big Ten. I would think on the sneak release of that, you're right, here within uh, the next hour, we might get all of the matchups. And are they going to flat out announce a flex that the divisions are gone? Has there been any official word on that? Yes, we think that's definitely coming. And, um, uh, and again, some of the other ones released. So we know five games for sure. We know Texas, Wisconsin, USC, UCLA, and Ohio State right off the bat, Bill. So mm. uh, and that's, that's five of your 12 games right there, and it's a gauntlet. So um, we'll see what else is out there. You know, maybe it's Minnesota, maybe it's Michigan State, but uh, it's going to be crazy. But we, we should get more details here shortly. Uh, and uh, we'll certainly have a report on it on, uh, at the Wolverine.com. Yeah, we'll keep everybody up to date, and we'll monitor the Big Ten Network here inside the huge show. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Chris, appreciate the update. You bet. Love you, brother. Thanks. Yeah, back at you, man. Michigan playing in L.A. and having UCLA coming to the big house. Do you see how big the Big Ten feels with UCLA and USC in that conference? Man. Yeah, so we'll keep, uh, we'll flip the Big Ten network on Superfly and let's see what's coming up. I don't know if they do the schedule release at 4.30. That would be like a prime time. But then they want to release it at 4.30 so all the news stations are carrying it and the Big Ten gets all the coverage. I. I still think the Big Ten could do a better job in marketing as a conference. They I, they don't do it the right way. Yeah, so Michigan, and I retweeted the story from Chris and the Wolverine.com team, at USC in the fall of 2024 in UCLA at the Big House. And who else did he say? Texas next year? Was it Wisconsin, Ohio State, Penn State? Hmm. What about Michigan State? What if that rivalry isn't protected? Is that going to be the Big Ten saying we need to protect it? Or would Mel Tucker think about this? Do you want to, hey, you rah, 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 you know, go green, go white. If you lost Michigan every two years, would you be upset if you're Mel Tucker? Right? You can join in on our Bush Light huge question of the day. Are you locked in watching the NBA Finals with the Nuggets and the Heat live every game? We got games coming up, what, Friday and Monday, you said, Superfly, right? Anthony Clark Jr., one of our NBA insiders. He's going to join us tomorrow in studio. You want to join in that Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. 
That's one 838 From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. June is Gun Violence Awareness Month, and the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police wants you to speak up. In four out of five school shootings, someone knew about the attacker's intent but didn't report it. If you suspect someone you know may be about to hurt themselves or others, speak up. You can report it safely and anonymously through OK to Say or contact your local police department and share what you know. Whatever you do, don't keep it to yourself. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Hey, Meyer. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Let's root for the home team. This week, shop Meyer for 30% off Tigers apparel. Exclusions apply. Meyer, your proud hometown partner of the Detroit Tigers. Now that's a winning team. Boys, one, two, three, Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together to experience a unique trip across the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. Mini on the Mac also raises vital funds for biomedical research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Not only will you have a great time, but you'll also be supporting a great cause. Register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. Register today. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle. Anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We 
We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Uh, We are getting word now on some of the Big Ten football schedules for 2024 and 2025 uh, with USC-UCLA coming in. We just mentioned Michigan will play USC in L.A., UCLA at the Big House in 2024. Michigan State football in 2024. It looks like from the Big Ten, they'll have Illinois, Indiana, Purdue, Ohio State, and Rutgers at home. Away, Penn State, Michigan, Nebraska, and Maryland. So they'll avoid USC and UCLA in the first two years. I assume then... When Michigan rotates off that home-and-home, you will see the other teams. Uh, 2025, no, they're going to play SC in 2025 and UCLA that quick. So it's not – this is 2025 for Michigan State. Big Ten home games, Michigan, Northwestern, Penn State, UCLA in East Lansing. Away Big Ten games in 2025, Indiana, Iowa, Minnesota – USC and Wisconsin, that's a salty away schedule. We'll go through Michigan's schedule in a moment. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU Insider. Uh, they just retweeted what Michigan State football sent out. Interesting uh, start to USC and UCLA joining Michigan State in the Big Ten. Uh, am I on the air now, Bill? You're live. Um, yeah, I've seen this yet. I was chasing down a story. Michigan State got a commitment from a transfer corner named Terry Roberts from Iowa and he spent a little bit of time in Miami. So I have not even read the release yet. I know I knew that it was coming out at four thirty and it's four thirty right now. Um so the you mentioning it is the first time I've heard of it, so I'm just digesting it. The thing I was looking at is is Ohio State, Michigan and Penn State are all three on Michigan State's schedule. That's the first thing I'd look at. Here's the thing that just came out. came out a minute ago. What did you find on that? Yeah, what, this is uh, what was just posted by Michigan State Football, retweeted by your crew at yeah. SpartanMeg.com. 2024 schedule, Big Ten home games, Indiana, Illinois, Ohio State, Purdue, and Rutgers. This is okay. 2024 away. Uh, Maryland, Michigan, Nebraska, Penn State. That's not a bad schedule. 2025 Home Big Ten games, Michigan, Northwestern, Penn State, UCLA. This is 2025. Away, Indiana, Iowa, Minnesota, Southern Cal, and Wisconsin. All right. So the, the t- I've got the email right now. It just came out a minute ago. Um, the news, in my opinion, is in year one, Penn State remains on the – I'm sorry. In year one, Ohio State remains on – Michigan State's schedule. In year two, Ohio State is off the schedule, but they add UCLA and USC. UCLA at home, USC on the road. So I was curious to see, you know, you know, Michigan State, you know, that's been a tough hand to play over the years when you have to play Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State every single year. I thought that one of those would be going off the schedule. I thought it wouldn't be Ohio State question was how much of uh, the influx of the California teams with Michigan State play. It's interesting that in, in 2025, Michigan State plays both of them. 
I'd be curious to see how many teams in the Big Ten have to play UCLA and USC in the same year. I'm really curious about that. Yeah, here's Michigan. That's all coming out now, that 430 uh, release. Michigan's 2024 Big Ten home schedule, Maryland, Michigan State, Minnesota, UCLA, and Wisconsin. 2024 away for Michigan, Illinois, Ohio State, Rutgers, and USC. 2025 home football games in the Big Ten for Michigan, Northwestern, Ohio State, Penn State, and Purdue, 2025 away, Indiana, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan State, Nebraska. What happened, there was some buzz that Michigan was going to do the home and away with both UCLA and USC, but they're playing them in 2024. Then you're getting Michigan free of UCLA and USC in 2025, but Michigan State playing them, I assume that's a TV network saying we're going to grab the Detroit market every year by rotating when Michigan and Michigan State play USC and UCLA, who are in TV market number two. Yeah, it looks like a, a direct reciprocal. Yes. That Michigan gets the California teams in 24, and Michigan State gets the California teams in 25. Ohio State drops off Michigan State's schedule for a year. And if I heard you right, it sounds like Penn State drops off Michigan's schedule for a year. Yes, Penn State will not be on Michigan's schedule in 2024. And that leads us to where it's going, that the divisions are going to go away. They're going to announce all these games. I don't know if it's going to be on the Big Ten today or you know, Big Ten football media days in July. But they're going to go to that flex schedule, which you're already seeing. And that's a good point. Uh, there that tells you there's not going to be the divisions, the way the schedule's shaping up. Right. And, um, the, you know, in terms of the ticket buyers, um, Michigan State, next year home games against Ohio State and four other Big Ten games. And, uh, you know, the other four other Big Ten games are Rutgers, Purdue, Indiana, Illinois, not really – Red letter home games there. The non-conference you have it's at Boston College next year in 2025 for Michigan State ticket buyers. You'll have Michigan at home, Penn State at home, and UCLA at home, which will be colorful. And you've got Boston College as a non-conference home game. So that, that's the, the information for ticket buyers what they're going to have at Spartan State in the next two years. So these are the two years that the Big Ten is announcing now. And Michigan State's going to get UCLA and USC in year two. And then we will all get new schedules going forward in 2026, is my understanding. And naturally, Ohio State gets the split, uh, UCLA and USC. you got to love uh, the Buckeyes. I just went to their Twitter feed. Their home games in 2024, if I'm reading this right, will be uh, Illinois, Iowa, uh, Nebraska, and also Rutgers, and away Michigan State, Minnesota, Penn State, UCLA. Uh, I think it's Nebraska. Uh, I said Northwestern. Uh, who Am I missing something? Who's TUN? Michigan. What's that? No, at home. Oh, they, they won't even. The team up north. That's what it is. TUN. <laughs> I'm like, who is TUN? And that they put that on their schedule. TUN. Who who where who tweeted that out? Ohio State on the, the Ohio State football office. T, I'm like, who's TUN? They added Tunisia. Oh my God, the Big Ten's expanding. Like that's the official release. Yes, from Ohio State football. TUN. Uh, 
that's 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 childish. All right, and then uh, 2025, <laughs> they do it again. 2025 for Ohio State, their home games: Indiana, Maryland, Nebraska, USC. Away games: Illinois, Northwestern. Team up north, TUN, <laughs> Purdue, and Wisconsin. So, yeah, Michigan gets hit with you know 2024. They have Texas non-conference. And they also get UCLA at home at uh, USC. So uh, that's uh, the schedules that are uh, coming out uh, right now. And it was breaking earlier this afternoon. Yeah, and no, I assume top two will play in the Big Ten Championship. What's going to be interesting, when you look at these schedules being flexed, I don't know how they're going to weight them. Will it be rankings come into play? But how in the heck are you going to figure out the top two if one team plays an easier schedule, I'm talking just in the Big Ten. That is, I mean, exactly right. I have no idea. If you do not have divisions, are you going to have a selection committee? I mean, that could get really wacky. I don't know. I'm sure they I think you need it. a selection committee, but then, but then how do you get a, how do you get, how do you get a fair committee if you're going to include people from Big Ten schools? You can't. You can get back to votes like 1973. So I don't know what they're, if they don't have divisions. I, I'm sure they've talked about it, and I'm sure they don't have a great, you know, um, go-to answer on that. And I've not heard anything leak about what their plans are. I don't know if they just go by, hey, we're going to take the top two teams in the AP poll. You know, that might be a way to go about. Well, what they might do, well, you already have a, a committee that's breaking down teams, and they start releasing them. You know, usually what end of October, about you know four weeks out, then maybe early November, whenever it is, the, yeah. they might go to the highest the, the highest two by the playoff committee playing the Big Ten championship. Yeah, yes, something like that. Right, that that seems the easiest way. Where yeah. then there's again as as much as they go off the beaten path at times, it may be uh, your fairest. Uh, it, it might be the fairest part of it. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm dating myself a little bit with the AP poll. That's kind of what I meant, is the, the, the selection committee, the top two rank. And, you know, I, I assume that these conferences are still going to have their conference championship games um, because they're big money makers. The TV networks will like them. And apparently those are going to be played Thanksgiving weekend now. You've heard that, right? Yes. Uh, that they, Mark Ewell from the Michigan High School Athletic Association was in studio yesterday, and when he agreed to move the Friday game for Michigan State, Penn State, or Friday State Championship games at Ford Field this year. Uh, and because Michigan State would be at Penn State uh, that following year, that the games will go back to Friday and Saturday, that Ohio State-Michigan now will bump up to the week before Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving weekend, because of the expanded playoffs, will now be championship weekend. Right. For conferences in college football. And the high school games will stay Friday and Saturday at Ford Field. And the conference championship, Big Ten championship, will be a Thanksgiving weekend game. So that means the 12-game season, instead of starting Labor Day Saturday, it'll start the week before that in order to get all 12 games in. So college football season will be starting a week earlier, which means Big Ten media days a week earlier, um, which means those that cover college football have a shorter summer, but that's okay. Yeah, so uh, what's your first thought about all this, you know, adding USC, UCLA, Michigan State's first year, 
uh, with the Trojans and the Bruins in 2024, where the program's at right now. How do you read all this, Comp? You know, the West Coast travel is a factor. And, you, you know, Michigan State going out to play USC in 2025. Um, Michigan is playing one or the other in 2024. I don't know who they travel to. But the week after traveling to the West Coast, wait and see um, what that's like for teams coming back. Last year, Michigan State did not talk about it publicly, but they felt it was a challenge going to Washington and then coming back and playing Minnesota the following week. Michigan State had had a rash of injuries in the meantime, but they just felt like they had a bad practice week that week and couldn't get ready for that game. So that's going to be part of everybody's um, situation now when you mix in these two California teams and if there's more in the future. The, the other side of that is USC and UCLA and how much traveling they have to do. They have to go to the Midwest multiple times. That's going to make it difficult for them to string victories together. That's a factor. You know, you talk to Bob Huggins, the basketball coach at West Virginia. You know, they've been in the Big 12 all these years. They only have to travel from West Virginia to Texas back and forth, back and forth, and back and forth. And he says it kills his team. It costs them three or four wins a year. And that's only West Virginia to Texas. So the USC, UCLA's coming to the Midwest several times a year. It's going to be very difficult for them. And it's tough for for the Big Ten teams in terms of when you have to go to California and who you play the following week. That's going to be interesting. Jim Comperoni, SpartMag.com, joining us. Big Ten releasing conference games for 2024 and 2025 with the addition of UCLA and the University of Southern California to the conference. Some good stuff. Uh, you can follow everything connected to Michigan State football at SpartMag.com. We'll have the latest on the schedules. Comp, we'll talk soon. Thanks a lot, Bill. Appreciate it. All right, Jim Comperoni, check it in, and we'll go through uh, Michigan's 2024 home and away schedule. Michigan State's will do that again. Rest of the Big Ten. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Also, NBA Finals conversation in less than 20 minutes with Scoop Jackson from Chicago. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, it's Brett from the Michigan Sports Network for my friends on the DraftKings Casino app. If you're a fan of blackjack, roulette, slots, all those games, well, now you can play those and more exclusive games on the DraftKings Casino app. Right now, new customers who deposit at least $5 can get a match on that first deposit and score up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. All you have to do is sign up using promo code HUGE and you can start playing from a whole suite of games on your time, in your space, and within your means. Just download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code HUGE and you can get a match on your first deposit of $5 or more up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up, Michigan only, one per opted-in customer. Minimum $5 deposit, max match $2,000. Deposit and bonus amount require 15 times playthrough within 30 days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. 
Are you ready for the biggest party of the year? Nickelback with a live show unlike any other. Friday, June 16th at Van Andel Arena. Nickelback, the Get Rolling Tour with Brantley Gilbert and Josh Ross. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and LiveNation.com. Get rolling and get your tickets now. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Have a blast with Rolling Thunder Camper Giveaway. Saturdays in June, two players every hour win $1,500 premium play. On June 24th, the 11 p.m. winner rolls out in a new Coachman Catalina Legacy Edition. It's Rolling Thunder Camper Giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Thursday broadcast presented by our friends from Bean Carter. Josh Garvey just announced as their managing shareholder. Last 13 years working under Tom Rosenbach. Good people at Bean Carter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew. They're now Bean Carter, a Dorn Mayhew firm. Dorn Mayhew on the east side of the state. Josh, a good man. I've only known him about a week. Cool dude. Good people. That being Garter and also Doran Mayhew. Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com, one of the top NBA insiders in America. His thoughts on game three of the finals last night. Nuggets went to work on the heat. Wendy Trash and we'll check in from Midland. She's with the Dow Gray Lakes Bay Invitational. That's a great week in Midland. If you haven't been over to Midland, downtown, Dow Diamond, everything they offer. Uh, what uh, the Dow Corp has done for everybody in that town, it's really a cool place. I, I love my time in Midland and also love the fact we have 100.9 FM that is based inside Dow Diamond, which is one of the great minor league baseball facilities, home to the Dodgers. High A affiliate, the Great Lakes Loons. I'll be over there playing and the Dow Gray Lakes Bay Invitational two-person LPGA team event. I'll be in their Pro-Am doing a couple shows. I'll be coming up in July hosting the Block Party, which is the Sunday before the tournament. That's downtown Midland. Pretty cool. 21 and up. They have the open containers. You can walk around, Superfly, great food, beverages, music, and more. DowGLBI.com if you want more tourney info. Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. He'll check in within the hour. 
I also want to remind everybody, if you're looking for a great place to enjoy a cold beverage, happy hours twice a day at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. You'll find the brands in Bay City, brands in Caledonia, brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, just west of GR, Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown Grand Rapids, and also Mike Brand Sr. has the brand's location in Cascade just east of Grand Rapids. Happy hours twice a day. And Thursdays, $18.99 all-you-can-eat ribs. All day, every day. Well, all day, every Thursday. Not all day, every day. Don't want to get Johnny Brand Sr. texting me. What are you saying? All-you-can-eat ribs every Thursday. So it's now until close at All Brands Steakhouse and Grills for the one close to where you are right now for those all-you-can-eat ribs. For $18.99, go to brands.com and also order up. Pick up and delivery of all your brand's favorites, all the info, menu, and everything you need at brands.com. 24-7, The Huge Show has everything you need at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.